Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy, the podcast that empowers you to transform life's challenges into opportunities for personal growth and healthier relationships. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts. As experienced therapists with backgrounds in addressing trauma and mental health disorders, we believe there is hope and there certainly is healing. We've spent our lives supporting people through the ups and downs, and we want to share these insights with you. Together, we'll unravel the layers of personal growth healing from trauma, and building healthy relationships. Each week, we'll bring you engaging conversations, expert insights, and practical strategies to help you heal from the past, foster healthy communication, and develop enduring love. This podcast is your guide to transforming adversity into triumph, healing wounds and past trauma, gaining wisdom and insight, and creating meaningful, fulfilling connections. So if you're here to heal, to better understand yourself or your relationships, you're in the right place. So sit back, get comfortable, bring your trauma and your drama, and let's start healing. Welcome Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you here with us today. If you haven't already, we'd really appreciate it if you took 30 seconds to review us on Apple Podcast. It really helps for the podcast to grow, and it allows more people who might benefit from this content to be able to find it. All right, so let's jump right in. Today, what we're going to be discussing is how does gratitude affect those around you? Last episode, we talked about how gratitude can positively affect you, but now we're going to talk about how gratitude can positively affect those around you. Being grateful can strengthen your relationships. The more gratitude that you show for people, the more appreciation that you give them for the things that they're doing, even if they're mundane things or things they've been doing for a long period of time, It helps them to have positive feelings towards you. It helps them to feel like their efforts are recognized, and then it makes it more likely that they're also going to continue on in those things that you have shown gratitude to them for. But not only that, it makes you feel more satisfied in that relationship, and it makes them feel more satisfied in that relationship. I think because everybody wants to know that they're doing a good job, and when you're getting praise from somebody, it helps to identify that you're doing this good job, makes you feel pleased with that, And then when you have this avenue and path to getting praise from somebody, it increases your desire to work at getting additional praise from that person. If you're somebody who is almost impossible to get praise from, it's a thing you probably want to reconsider because it doesn't motivate people in the way that you think it does. A lot of people think, well, I want them to work really hard, and if I praise them too often or too easy, then they won't want to work hard. That's mostly not how people's brains operate. They really struggle when they're not getting regular reaffirmations about how they're doing and about how you perceive them. But if you give them that regular affirmation about how they're doing, a lot of times what happens is you're reinforcing those neural pathways that cause them to want to then exhibit that behavior more and more frequently. And so then they feel, I have a pathway to victory, and then they want to take that pathway to victory as often as they can. Yeah, and I don't know if this is the case for you, Tim, but a lot of times in couples therapy, what I see is that people come in and they don't feel validated. They don't feel like their partner sees all the things that they do for them or for the family. And then it becomes this thankless job or this thankless relationship. They become sad and then resentment builds up and it really becomes more distant and conflict-ridden instead of strengthening this relationship. Oh yeah, I definitely think that a lot of times people get into this place with each other where then they almost start competing with each other about what they've done that the other person should appreciate. And I think it's because one person says, well, I feel like you don't appreciate me because of this. And the other person's like, what? Well, you don't appreciate me for this, this, and this. And then they get into this argument over that. 
versus if they were regularly identifying those things that the other person was doing that they appreciated, it wouldn't turn into this competition or this argument or there wouldn't be these hurt feelings. And again, the things that you can be appreciating about your partner might be mundane things, might be things they've been doing for a decade in your relationship. But just stopping and thinking, you know what, if they weren't there and I had to do that, that would suck. It's so great that they're here and they're doing that. I like that. I don't have to deal with that. Or at the very least, I like that they're helping me with this. So it's not such a burden all on me. Oh, for sure. And I think that happens a lot for me is that when you thank me or you show gratitude even for the littlest things, it really does light me up and it encourages me, which goes right into the next one. The second way that gratitude affects those around you is it encourages reciprocity. So when you find the smallest things and you thank me for that, it really does create this positive feedback loop in our relationship and the same in your relationships and those around you. When one person expresses gratitude, a lot of times it leads to others reciprocating that. And it really creates and fosters more of a supportive and appreciative environment. And I can see this in our children, that when they're interacting and someone is polite to their siblings and thanking them, I've heard quite often them say, no, thank you. And then they go on to express their gratitude. But it creates this atmosphere. And it's not a forced response where every time someone thanks you for something, you have to respond and thank them back. But it encourages that. So as Tim's thanking me for something, it makes me feel so grateful for him and the things that he does. And so that reciprocity really creates the next thing, which is a positive social environment. It creates this healthy dynamic between people that makes it more enjoyable and a more safe place to engage with people in. Because just think about it. There's sometimes where you can walk into a room and somebody's in that room and it just makes the room light up. It just changes the whole vibe. And when you walk into a room like that with somebody, it's this very positive experience. And people who change the environment in that way, it's almost always going to be somebody who is very positive and joyful and grateful. Now, there are people who can also change the vibe in the opposite way when you walk in and you just feel like this heaviness and this buzzkill and everything's bad right now. And we used to have a supervisor when we were first working on getting our licensure, and he would call those people VDPs or very draining people. And so you walk in, it's almost like the life gets sucked out of the room. And so understanding that, how you behave in the room, right? You can be a neutral force in the room, you could be a negative force in the room, or you can be a positive force in the room. And if you're being grateful to people, it helps to create this more positive social dynamic and atmosphere where you can work at becoming one of those types of people who lights up a room versus somebody who turns off the lights. And there's that quote that says, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. If people leave you and feel good and feel valued and seen and appreciated, then they're going to want to be around you more. And the next time they think that they have an opportunity to see you, it'll be a positive experience for them. But if you said a couple of good things in the conversation with them, but overall really had this cloud of darkness or this feeling where it was difficult to be around you, then even though you said some really great things, those are going to be overlooked in the bigger picture as they walk away and they have that feeling of, oh, I just don't like to be around them. And so that might create that negative feedback loop of the next time you want to get together, they're already going to be dreading it or have this bad taste in their mouth. 
And they might come into that next situation with that fortune teller error, already assuming that things are going to go bad, and then you don't get that fair chance. And so it really does affect the people around you. And so that environment that you create really is important. And we have opportunities all around us to show that gratitude and thankfulness and be intentional with it or to look for things that are negative and point them out and complain about that. And I think this happens a lot just in everyday interactions. Last episode, I gave the example of walking into a store and being able to look for the things that are positive or the things that are negative. And if you have a cashier that maybe is slow, maybe they're training, or maybe they've been there for a long time and they're just having a bad day, you can certainly contribute to that bad day and complain And maybe you're not saying anything to them, but you have your arms crossed, you're huffing and puffing, you're looking at your watch, or you can choose to find the positive and maybe even brighten that person's day. Being able to point out even the smallest thing that they're doing right, or just even thanking them and saying, hey, I know that it's been really busy in here. I'm sure you've had a long day, but I really appreciate the work that you do. And even though that may not change their day entirely, just by acknowledging, hey, it's busy in here, you've had a long day, that could be great encouragement and validation to them. And part of that is that mindset of people are more important than things. And I know a lot of times we're in a rush and it's easy to get frustrated at people. But man, how cool it is to change a person's day or to make a difference and really encourage people around you, even though you don't know them. The next one we want to talk about is that it can really help reduce toxicity in an environment. And so when you're showing gratitude, it's very interesting because when you start talking that way, you're setting the tone for the conversations. And in order for somebody to shift it into the negative, they're going to have to go against the grain. And I think a lot of times that's a psychologically difficult task for people. When somebody's been talking about positive things and these things are going well, it's hard for people to say, oh, yeah, that's all nice and good. Oh, but then there's this awful thing over there because they understand that the conversation was going this way or people were saying this one thing. And so people normally want to kind of seat into the conversation as it's going. And so it makes it socially uncomfortable to shift the dynamic that hard from somebody who's being grateful about stuff to somebody who wants to talk about stuff that they're displeased with or how they're not going the way that they want them to go. I have a great situation that I experienced that really outlines this. I know I shared this in a previous podcast, but I think it was like 100 episodes ago, so it's been a hot minute. Ruth and I, we were hanging out with two other couples, and we were hanging out for like a week. So we were together for kind of a long time. Now, one couple we knew really well, and one couple was the friend of this other couple. And the guy we didn't know so well was really bad-mouthing his wife a lot, just kind of talking trash about her any opportunity that he got. And me and the other guy, who were pretty good friends, what we did instead was we were always talking about our wives in a positive light. And any opportunity we got, we started to do that. Now, over the course of this week, the guy's mentality with what he was saying about his wife started to shift. He stopped talking negatively about his wife because it started to become socially uncomfortable because he was kind of uh, isolated on his own island of he's the only one who's going to be talking bad about his wife. We're not into it. We're not engaging in talking bad about our wives. We didn't have to correct him. We didn't have to tell him like, hey, listen, man, we don't want to sit here and listen to you bash your wife all day. We just talked positively about our wives, what we appreciated about them. And then it shifted this guy's mentality and his mindset. 
so that you do have a lot of power to shift the dynamics of conversations or an environment that you're in by the way that you're talking about it. If you want to make it a more pleasant environment, an environment that's talking about more positive things or talking about things that they appreciate, you've got to start off by showing your appreciation, talking about those things that you appreciate, and then that can help press the conversation more that direction. Are we talking about you should never talk about negative things? No, that's not what we're advocating for. But I do think the majority of people, it's so easy to slide into and to stay on the negative so long that you do have to put in some effort towards moving yourself and moving your mindset and moving the mindset of the people that you're around towards positive by showing that gratitude for things. Yeah, and that goes into our last point. That gratitude can impact those around you by the way that you set an example. And that trip that you're talking about, Tim, is a perfect example of that. But another example of that is if you're a parent, your children are watching. And even if it's in just the daily things, the small things that you think don't really matter and you're complaining about the cashier and you're complaining about the line or complaining about being on hold for so long, you're setting that example for your children. Just like these two guys were setting the example for this other guy. Your children will learn how to treat others based on how you are consistently responding to situations and to people. And not to say that you have an off day and you have a really bad attitude. That's okay. We're all human. But once it becomes something that they consistently see, that's more likely what they're going to pick up and emulate. And we actually had a great example of that this morning. So Ruth asked our son, what type of woman do you want to marry when you get older? And he said, I want to marry somebody who's flexible. And Ruth, of course, took the opportunity and made a joke. And so she stretched and said, flexible like this. And he like laughed and kind of rolled his eyes. He's like, no, but it was a really good answer. And I asked, well, where did you come up with that at? Or what makes you want somebody who's flexible? And then he said, well, you guys are always asking us to be flexible. So what he meant by that is like being able to roll with the punches. If the plans change, be okay changing with the plans. And I think that's a great insightful answer for a young boy to be able to think about about somebody who he wants to marry later on in his life, somebody who can be flexible and be able to deal with change. That just really shows we never had a conversation with him about how he should be looking for somebody who's flexible when he gets older, but just the idea of we're instilling in them, hey, you guys got to be flexible, things change, it doesn't always go the way that you plan. He absorbed that information and then was able to integrate that into this conversation about who he might be interested in when he gets older. So we started this quick series on Thanksgiving, just talking about how gratitude is a powerful tool and really affects your own personal well-being. And then we ended off today with how gratitude can affect the quality of interpersonal relationships and those around you. And so as you go throughout your week, I would encourage you this week to really be intentional and to look for things to be grateful for. We have a post on our Facebook group asking what are some of the things that you are grateful for in this season. And we'd love to hear from you what those things are for you. So we are so thankful for you. We hope you have a great day. And remember, your mind is a powerful thing. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and found it helpful. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend? Also, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It lights us up to know that this podcast is helping you. If you have any questions or a topic you'd like discussed in future episodes, visit our Facebook group. Just click the link in the description below. 
Although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. If you are struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or feeling hopeless or suicidal, you are not alone. Help is available. Please seek professional help or call the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Thank you again for joining us on Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. Remember, there's always hope and there's always help.